Welcome to Philly DramaCast, where you can discover the writers and actors of Philadelphia from the comfort of your own ears. I'm Robert Rulin, and here's the playbill. Tonight, we're presenting No One Returns by Keith Eckert. In this play, no one is in the hospital, and no one is hearing voices. Tonight's players are Arthur Robinson as No One, Rue Pujara as Dr. Elamir, Kimmy Maroya as Lissa, and Jeff Wu as the police officer. And now, it's time for the show. We open on a psychiatric observation room in the emergency department of Bethany Hospital. Bring him in here, officer. Right here. Come on, come on. Have a seat on the exam table, young man. You okay? I'll be right with you. What's the matter with him? I was hoping you'd tell me that, doctor. Sitting on the sidewalk in the middle of the night, howling with three old mangy dogs that smelled like hell. Hollering something about Lisa or Liza. I couldn't make it out. The dog slipped animal control, but we collared this one. Is he any danger? Doesn't seem to be. He didn't put up a fight, but he won't level with me. Where he lives, who he is. No ID that I could find. Seems out of it. Drugs, perhaps? The siren bout squeezed the ghost right out of him. Sensitive to sound and wearing sunglasses. He's got an army coat. A vet? No tags on the jacket. But could be. Maybe the war, you know, cooked his brain. Let's leave the fancy-sounding diagnoses to me. He seems harmless. I can take it from here. Thanks, officer. Sure thing. Good luck, doctor. Sorry for the delay. I'm Dr. Elamir. I'm the psychiatrist on duty tonight. So, why don't you start by telling me your name? My name, whatever name I have, it's borrowed. Soon I'll give it back. I see. Your name is Borrowed. So that's your first or last name. Forms, you know. (laughs) I have to fill in all the little boxes or lords upstairs become quite cross. Call me Noen. All right, Mr. Noen. Noen. Just Noen. Okay, Noen. Just Noen. Do you know where you are? Sometimes. Sometimes I'm not sure. I feel sometimes... I feel like I'm in two places at once. Then let me be the first to welcome you to the healthcare stylings of Bethany Hospital. (laughs) You're unimpressed. I don't blame you. Do you know why they brought you to our happy isle? No. I guess. Yes, I, I don't know. It's too late for hospitals. It's never too late, Noen. The hospital's open 24-7. That's healthcare humor. <laughs> they brought you here because you and your canine choristers were howling up a fugue. Yes, in the middle of a sleepy neighborhood. The dead, you know, don't sleep. Think about the horror of it. Tell me, I'm dead tired. Been up all night. Now why don't we take off those sunglasses and let me see... No! All right. It's all right, Noen. You can keep them on. I don't want to hurt you. I'm here to help. It's too late for help. For hospitals, for doctors, for healing. It's too late. 
You're sensitive to the light. It burns my eyes. Since I came back, the slightest sounds, the lightest touch, I can't eat. Everything tastes like blood. And it smells. Oh, the smells, I smell death. Very close. You. Uh, let's get back to that. Uh, do you have a home? An address? I don't have a place. In this world, I don't belong. I live in the in between, the gray folded shadows of the twilight. Okay, I'll put that down as no fixed address. You said you came back. From where? I came from the last estate. The last estate? Hell! I've come from hell. The third and last estate. I rode there atop the panting dogs of war to see, to see if it were like the legends tell. And I saw, I saw the foul pool where the bodies decompose. I saw the dead trees shudder with the bodies of the tortured, the feverish illness cling to the smoky sky, the children lying with their wasted jaws, and the mothers coming too late, their tear-burdened faces hid behind their hands. It was so different from the tales I was told. Were you in combat? What happened there? C can you tell me? Can I tell you? Would it make any sense? Here, this light and pristine pageant, this cloistered stage, could you understand the godlike pity? The pity? Could you know what it's like to sit atop a tank like Minos in judgment of this distempered world? And then to look and gaze into the well of infinite pity and see yourself reflected in your tears and the tears of the hundred million. Tears enough to disinfect this world and cure it of its syphilitic disease, mankind. And to find in your fists the arrows of a greater compassion and empathy, freedom, equality, and peace than here you'll ever know. And use them one by one with feverish pity with so much love yes it was love wasn't it would that make sense to you back here I don't know it's okay Noen I'm not judging you and someone better damn well start it's okay now you're back home that's over is it over that's what I thought, but I was wrong. It came back with me, you see. Something came back. The chaos, the fear, and the black poisoning dread. Escaping death's hold, I returned, but unknown to me, she came back with me. She? What? Who came back with you? Lissa. Lissa? Is that your wife, or... No! She is madness. Born of the sky, blood split on the night, his pain... Unleashing here in the frenzy and the fury of the gods, the rabid sizzle in the eyes of the insane. Lissa. Yes. She came with me from hell. Unknown, carried in my mouth a disease, an infection of the soul, boiling in my blood and spreading across my eyes, my ears, my... Ah, sorry, Noen. I'm being paged. I'll be right back. Stay here. You've come, Lissa. I've come, Pilgrim. Thinkst thou hast escaped the darkening land of cruel ghosts? 
It does follow you. I know that now. It cannot shake its spurs from my flesh, its broken teeth from my heart. But thou callest me. Yes. Yes, I did. I was trying to hurl you from me, cast you from my soul, you and the smoke wreaths of hell, the taste of rust, the sickness, and the sin. Thou hast seen great things, and wondrous, pilgrim, great truths in all their pitiless cruelty and naked horror. Thou hast been to the forbidden lands from which no man speaks, and, flouting the gods, returned. And thou wouldst bring mine horrors back to thine. For what? Not bring you back. But rid me and this world of you. Send you back. I'll not be exorcised. Not with the burning pine, nor sacraments, nor holy water. I... I know that now. Listen, pilgrim. The gods cry vengeance. Vengeance for defiling the last estate. Thou, having burst the prison of the shades, with arrogant hand doth lead through the cities that dusky hound, that beast from which the daylight shrinketh at its sight, from which the sun doth paleth with fear. Upon me, too, terror seized as I gazed out on thee and on three necks of thy defeated monster, and I trembled. I was only doing as I was told, as I was commanded. It doesn't matter, pilgrim. Deed trumps reason. The tempering voice is drowned in its own blood. Once sunk into the ground, none can raise up the life, nor unsee what thine eye hast seen. And so, this sentence hath the cloud-wreathed gods commanded. Shatter his heart. Let a fiercer flame set ablaze his spirit than in great Vulcan's furnaces doth rage. Drive him ceaseless, robbed of sense, in memory's blackness, and with our fury strike him to unspeaking madness. Sorry about that, Noen. Are you... Are you okay? What are you looking at? Then I must return. Return where? Return is not enough. I don't understand. The law of death's annulled. The pathway twixt the worlds is opened. The mysteries of dread death lay bare in you. Return where, Noen? Where? Then I have no choice but madness. Who are you talking to? No choice with what? Can you tell me, Doctor? Can you? Am I alive? Surely I've not scrambled from hell's groaning lip to fall into the coley of madness. But I don't see the senseless stone, the watchful owl, or the doleful fields of asphodel. Am I? Am I alive? Why, yes, of course you're alive, Noen. Alive. I'm sure. I'm not asleep. How could you be sleeping? How? Last night I fled the black hound's flashing teeth, his trembling growl, his barking gunfire, crossed the rocks and ice, crossed corpses and infected blood. I stumbled and fell, I rose and I staggered. I turned and felt his slithering jaws and panting breath. Lap on my neck in sweating terror, I ran, I ran, till, till suddenly morning light made smoke of all my fears. 
But I never knew then, in my horrid flight, that it was but a shivering nightmare, black mirage. I didn't know. And so perhaps I'm dead, but not aware I'm dead. I assure you, Noen, you are very much alive. This is no dream. That's what I was afraid of. I'm ready then. Ready? Ah, oh, damn this phone. I I'm sorry, Noen. I have to take this. It will just be a minute. Hello? Art thou ready, Pilgrim? Good. None may linger when their gods command them, nor postpone their day allotted. Thus the urn receiveth as the nations hurry to their doom. Bring him back. He needs to come back for... Come, Pilgrim. I bring not appetite nor pleasure to my loathsome office. I feel no joy in casting shade upon the minds of men. I come only for fear of heaven. I come to save the gods, the higher orders, lest mankind who hath o'ercome the lowest realm will also seize the highest, lest he would snatch the mighty scepter from his father's grip and crush the stars blind, giving him rule of an empty universe. Thus, I come. I understand. I'm afraid. Don't worry, I'll be here for I can do thee no good service, Pilgrim. But I can promise thee one promise. There is no pain in madness, only in the sense restored. Come. Tell her I said that. Come. No. Yes. And where time and tide will churn, I will stay. And pray to this world I'll never again return. Come, Pilgrim, quickly! Wait! Noen! Don't run off! Uh, stop, Noen! Stop him! Stop, Noen! What? What's going on? Noen! Noen's run off, officer! Well, I hope no one's run off. No, the patient! Noen! No one... You've spent too much time in this loony box, Doctor. You're starting to see ghosts. Perhaps. Perhaps it is our eyes would seem. Perhaps he was a ghost, and this his dream. You just heard No One Returns by Keith Eckert. No One Returns was performed and recorded and presented with permission of the author. All rights reserved. For information and inquiries about this play, contact the PDC at pdcopportunities at gmail.com. Join us next time for a double bill about the brainy and the brainless Philly DramaCast is a production of the Philadelphia Dramatist Center. To see all the latest readings, shows, and workshops the PDC provides, visit pdc1.org. You can follow Philly DramaCast on Facebook and the PDC on Facebook and Twitter. This episode was produced and directed by Caitlin Sieri. Production, recording, and hosting by Robert Rulin. Editing and mixing by Charles Primerano. Original music by Charles Primerano. Recorded at the Spruce Hill Community Association in Philadelphia.
Again, I'm Robert Rulin. Thank you for listening to Philly Dramacast. The show's over, but we're always here when you need drama in your life.